Yo, what up, Nashville? 3HL is on the air. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Britt Doherty, Don Davenport. Hi. With her freshly made lemonade, soon to be. That's right. Water, lemon, Splenda. Let's go. She's Get got in a glass. shape for 2022. She's got a glass of ice water with three lemons on the edge and then like a big pack of Splendas. I know. My girl took care of me. Ray Ray. Yeah, Ray Ray. Come see Ray Ray at Buffalo Wild Wings in Nashville West. Come see us. Come say hi. Roger Saffold is going to join us today as well. Guess who else is going to join us in a matter of seconds? His name is Ronald Sylvester Slay. Hey! He's in the building. That's right. Mm. Mm. Slay, this is mm. where it all began, these Buffalo Wild Wings shows, Nashville West. This is. Was the Wash Away Toast here? Or was the next one? It was the next one. It was the next one, yep. So this will mm-hmm. be the first Wash Away Toast here. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Pike, that's where we are. Yep. We used to go bowling when we were kids over here, uh, rolling around Hillwood. It's um, nice over here now. It is. At the bowling alley. Is that bowling alley still over there? I think the bowling alley is still over there. It wasn't about Kmart or Walmart or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we used to go skating way up the street. Saw the yep. skating ring. That was pretty dope. Yep. And, Rolling uh, hills. We, I just live over there. My bad. I'll get excited about it. You Did represent. You just remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, did. I used to live over there. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Rolling Hills Apartments. I used to live over there, man. You represent all of the neighborhoods. Every one of them. I mean, every single one. Every single one of them. Somebody in one of them apartments or complexes raised me, too. So, <laughs> yeah. What up, y'all? What up? <laughs> What up, Nashville? If you helped raise Ronald Slay, yeah, call in. Into the man that <laughs> no, he is. don't call in. Don't call in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're at uh, Nashville West. No, Buffalo, in Wild the Wings. summer, call in so oh, we yeah, can get some Slay stories. Slay stories. We, we, we're already keeping a list of Slay stories yep. that uh, we're going to roll with in the summer. It's in my planner on the back page. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Uh, the one <laughs> I just wrote, wrote down is entitled Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Uh, I missed that conversation. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be a good one, Babs. You'll be proud of me. Oh, Lord. Um, we'll be here until 6 o'clock. As Babs said, Roger Saffold, the OG OG for the Titans, mm-hmm. the original gangster offensive guard uh, for the Titans. We'll be here uh, from 5 until 6 o'clock, so you can come meet him. Can take, I say this, Take a too? picture. We don't have very many of these left. No. No, this is the last regular season one. So we're discussing we'll have, okay. playoff opportunities. Okay. To incorporate more Buffalo Wild Wings shows, but we do not uh, have the ability to sharpie that right so, now. So, technically, this, as of right now, is our last one? Yeah. As of right now. That makes me and so sad. Come see I'm, us. I'm judging by the early crowd that this is going to be a big one. I think so. I hope so. This Hi. is going to be a big one. They've been, waiting, they've been waiting to redeem themselves anyway. Titans gear. Because we was on vacation. Our Vizzy girls are holding, like, big chains behind yeah, us. I don't, know, what, I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. Maybe they're going to make a necklace. Are you going to make one of the Titans necklaces? Really? They're going to make one of those King yeah. Henry uh, yeah, chains. there you go. All right. Uh, he hate V on Twitter. V love, our guy. Strike and spare is no more. It is an at home now. Oh. oh, I've been to that at home. Okay. Oh, that's right around the corner. At home what? It, at, at home. At home so is That's the name of the store. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a home yeah, decoration store. They should know Extremely what I decorate. Extremely affordable. It's a place when football season is over and now you're, like, rolling around town with the, 
with the missus yeah. or the, you know your your significant other yeah and you start to help out with the honey do list and things like that you're going to see that store on Stop that shaking list your head. Now, I listen. I listen. <laughs> Chris, I already know I love her to death. But she know not even to ask me to do all that. Like, But I, I'm going to help get all of it out the car. Trees and trends. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'll, listen, I didn't even decorate my own man cave. <laughs> no, no, no. no that ain't, this, this you paid a guy? No. No, Chris, she Chris probably didn't, didn't want you. Yeah. She got a great, great imagination. I was going to say, she yeah. probably didn't want you to decorate No, because she you know, wanted been, to do it because well, she could do it right. Here's the benefit. I, I was, I'll tell you how I had it at first. Well, here, Chris <laughs> has you fooled bad. on this whole deal. She knows if she made that thing a place where you didn't want to come out of it, then she had complete freedom in the house. Well, she's done it now. <laughs> I, got, right. I just got a refrigerator for Christmas. Down uh, to put down there? To put oh, up there. there. Oh, up there. It's no. up there. Yeah, so it may be up. Man Cave is usually down. Oh, what's up? I don't know, Man Cave I, can be anywhere. I started to watch this Leonardo DiCaprio movie called Don't Look Up. What? They're trying to tell the world about a comet that's going to come and take, I mean, just completely destroy the earth. Really? Yeah, but then, uh, like, this cell phone magnate guy, I won't go <laughs> yeah. too far into it because it's a good movie. You should see it. It's, Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, re- it's really good. It's an interesting idea that I associate maybe the, the comet with COVID. But anyway, this cell phone magnate guy figured that there's like $1.4 trillion worth of minerals in this, in this thing. So they actually want to let it hit the earth and it could create jobs and everything. And the scientists oh, wow. are like, but the earth is going to end. That's what <laughs> like, we need. Anyway, it's a good movie. We don't need that. I mean, but yeah. Bud Dupree issued a <laughs> citation charging him with assault. So we saw the story yesterday and, and, Honestly, with things like this, you guys may think differently, mm-hmm. but you probably don't because we didn't address it yesterday. So I guess we think similarly here. I kind of like to w- let those things play themselves out before you rush to any kind of opinion about anything yeah. like that. And yeah. so when I saw the story, I'm like, altercation at Walgreens. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Like Walgreens, I'm going to get, you know, like a Fanta or a lot of know, Jolly Ranches. Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Pack of gum. Maybe you're picking up medicine for your kid. Nah. Altercation at Walgreens is not something I normally hear about. No, yeah. So now we have a video. Broadway Sports has a video. And it looks like, and again, Bud Dupree issued a citation charging him with assault. He has three weeks, I think, to, to kind of go in there and deal with it. Um, but the video appears, you, you guys have seen it, right? Yep. Yep. The video, to me, appears like he's trying to grab people out of the, like, to get people out of the fight and out the door. Mm-hmm. Like, get away from this situation. Yeah. Is that how y'all took that? Yes. That's exactly 100%. how I took it. Now, it's, you don't know what happened prior. You don't know what happened afterwards. But just seeing the small clip of it, that's exactly what it looks like. And the funniest thing about what you just said, you don't know what happened before it. And if this was... If this was anybody else, I wonder would we know what happened after. So meaning right. that once things kind of went haywire and he was trying to break it up, someone pulled out a phone and was like, oh, this is, this is Bud Dupree. This is Bud Dupree. Like, I mean, boy, it's a different world out here. Well, so I, I was kind of talking about that. It, it, if you haven't seen the video, I think it's on Buck's timeline because Broadway yeah. Sports grabbed it before it went right. away. And so Buck... Uh, tweeted it out, but if you haven't seen it, you can go watch it. the The looks of it, it looks Babs like is watching it right now. Yeah, because I'm trying it. to describe it. What it looks like is that 
there was a female in the middle of the altercation and Bud Dupree is grabbing her out of it and trying to walk her to the door. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you don't know the before or after, but, um, and, and I said, I'm going to ask Roger Saffold about this, not about this incident specifically, but because you just mentioned, would you even know the after if it wasn't Bud Dupree Mm -hmm. as a larger man who plays a sport where people see you, yeah, and and I can ask you too, Rod Slay, mm-hmm. because this is you too, right? You know, have you kind of felt sometimes you can be a target out Without and place. about, or people know you, or they and kind of poke the bear or yeah. try and antagonize you a little because they know who you are yeah. and your reputation. That's what I question. I think it happens all the time, and a lot of the times. What can't be separated is the human and the athlete. And I say that meaning when I was playing, I would be so demonstrative on the court, like I'm going to have a mean mug on, a scowl, like I'm playing. It looks like I'm playing angry, but I'm playing with passion, you know, and and there's sometimes I am being angry, and I want to push people to the edge. But that's, that's where it stops. When I step off the court, man, I'm kicked back. Let's have a good time. Everybody laugh, and that's where we're going to keep it. So what they see is that perception all the time on TV. So once you see me in real life, you kind of automatically go back to the last time you saw me, and it was, man, I remember him being angry and pushing somebody, trying to get him off the pile and things of that nature. So it's automatic that a lot of times there, people were afraid to approach me right. because they thought I was demonstrative. And you know me now. Like, I'm – Totally the opposite. You're like a big teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I want, come on in. Give me love and everything. Yeah. So, but you, it's, hard to, it's hard to separate that, man. So you do become a target. And maybe it's when you involve sports, then you evolve in a whole different element where I don't even like you because you don't play for my team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's another reason to poke the bear. So it's, it's all kind of things you have to deal with, man. And, and man, that's, that's ugly. I'm glad, but I am glad it is footage. You right. know well, and I would think that the store probably has some security footage yeah. as well yeah. that maybe they can, you know, the whole thing is in there or yeah. maybe they can see the entire mm-hmm. entire thing. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like I said, we don't know the before. We don't know the mm-hmm. after. All we see is this tiny little clip. And what it looks like in that clip is that he's trying to pull that girl out of the altercation. Now, maybe that's his friend and it was her fault that the altercation started. Right. She started it. Who knows? Right. But... All of that to say is what you're visually seeing in this video is, is I mean, it there's, doesn't look like assault there. So. Right. Coming up next, uh, we'll spend some more time on that throughout the show. Uh, so listen to the whole thing. Listen to the whole thing. Don't turn it off for a second. Yeah, please don't. Why would you never know what you're going to hear. You will hear from Alan Bell when we come back. And he's got some interesting things to hit on. Bama, Georgia. We'll get into that. Titans, Texans, of course. And he's got an NFL nightmare scenario. Oh, where it's so good. I've been talking about this for like 24 hours with Mr. Babs. Did, what did I miss it? I don't know, but it's, it's amazing. If the Colts lose to the Jags, and I know y'all are shaking your head right now, that's not going to happen. Well, they haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. With, which, by mm. the way, that's the most surprising stat I've heard all year long. That's I my had name. no that's idea. My I had well, no so idea. If the Colts lose... That means the Raiders and the Chargers will get in if they tie. They'll both get both in. Both of them. 
So they will. If they tie their game? Yeah. yeah. And they play Sunday night football. And they play so you'll, after you'll know. the Colts-Jags game. So if the Colts lose, Alan right. Bell's going to come on this radio station and tell you immediately bet the under. Because both teams benefit from 0-0. Zero, zero. I mean, like, could you have a conversation and say, hey, you just kneel it, I'll kneel it, we'll just kneel this whole game? Hey, man. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, we'll talk with Alan Bell about that when we come back. At Alan Bell 247, sportsline.com is his website. We'll be right back. Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West. Be here. Roger Saffold, 5 to 6. The Miller Lite Wash Away Toast at 445 with Ron Slay. You'll get a free Miller Lite if you're here for that. All that coming up today on 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Brent Norty, Don Davenport, Rod Slay, broadcasting live on the west side. <laughs> this is my side. Are we technically in Hillwood right here? Nah, it's across Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, that's what that's what I always thought. Yep. Got but, go, you got going down White Bridge Road a little bit. Yeah, which is still out west, but you got going down. Boy, it'd be a good day if you could hit like Buffalo Wild Wings and then hit like Dalts. And then hit, like, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings again. That'd be a good day. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West is where we are on Charlotte Pike. Looking out the window, I see Dix. I see uh, Best Buy. So that gives you an idea of kind of where we are. Stop that. Um, Don Davenport, we're going to get to Alan Bell here in a second. Don Davenport was presented with a present during the break. Yes. Oh, Lord. And, For our uh, zone people, they now see it. It's, it's got kind of like a clear... Shaft, I guess, with a star on the end of it. All right, you got a star. All right. <laughs> How else are you going to describe that? Uh, it's a it's a scepter. Yes. <laughs> so when she when she pulled it it's out of the bag, wand. I said, "Is that something designed for you to Ooh. make us do things?" Yes. <laughs> read read what it says. Oh, it says something. Oh Queen, yeah. Queen Dawn's official magical football scepter. Oh. oh, oh, oh Your why? opinion. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get us the bad? Listen, Caitlin in promotions just laughed so hard I could hear her in my headphones. <laughs> guess what, though? Guess who's really in trouble? It ain't us. Who it's is it? Brick, because he's right next to no, me. No, it's Mr. Bass. <laughs> he's used to it. Not, yeah, you like he already has a home center. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an end iron near the fireplace. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got, not glittery. We'll be here until 6. You need to be here. 445. Oh. need to be here for the Wash Away Toast, Ron Slay, uh, presented by Miller Lite. Yeah. That will happen. We'll wash away the AFC South title for right now because you got to move forward. Well, you know what? you got bigger things, bigger fish to fry out there. So today I had one of my other epiphanies. Okay. Oh, here we go. While I was sleeping, which woke me up at about 5. And I couldn't go to sleep thinking about the Wash Away Toast. So, I'm not sure I want to wash away the oh. AFC South champion. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure I want to This do happened to you one like other time it where did. you woke up with <laughs> your did. wash away, nowhere like wash away toast epiphany. It did. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> and that, that one was magical. Yeah. I, I can't remember where we were for that one. We were, in, uh, we were way out. We were in um, Dixon. Oh. Okay. Wasn't we? I don't know. Yeah, we were way out. Dude, I can't remember what happened yesterday. There was a good crowd out there, too. Yesterday. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that's coming up at 445. Be here. Uh, if you're here, you'll get a Miller Lite in mm-hmm. a really cool aluminum cup that 
has super technology that keeps your beer cold from like not that you need your beer to be cold for like an hour, but if you were slow rolling that thing, it would do it. Ain't no slow rolling around here. <laughs> I can attest to that. I can attest to that. Don may uh, wave her magic wand at that point. Uh, Alan Bell joins us, and uh, Joe Hunk, who is presenting Alan Bell today? That would be Genesis Auto Brokers. So if you hate the hassle of traditional dealerships, all you have to do is start the easiest car buying experience at GenesisAutoBrokers.com. Thank you, Joe Hunk, producer uh, extraordinaire back at the uh, studio in the world-famous Music Row. Alan Bell joins us from Sportsline.com. AB, what's up? How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Let me say, if you guys print that Ain't No Slow Rolling Around Here t-shirt, I'm buying 20 of them. That's a fantastic. <laughs> ain't no slow rolling. <laughs> I like that, A.B. Damn it. I got to start yeah. a new list. Yep, so yep. do it. You got to start a new list. Yep. Uh, A.B., uh, let's just start out with the national title game. Obviously, the rematch, Alabama and Georgia. Georgia opened, uh, what, like about a point favorite initially, and it immediately got bought up to two and a half. Now I think we're looking at three. Everybody and their mama is betting on Alabama on this game. That makes me want to go Georgia, which is exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel you on that. Like, look, here's the hard part, all right? You're right because you want to feed the public, especially when it's like 91% on Alabama with the spread. But it's betting against Alabama with points. Like, it's so difficult to do it. And, look, Nick Saban's 4-0 all time against Kirby Smart. And here's an interesting nugget for you, all right? If, Al- if that kickoff, Alabama's an underdog, which we think they're going to be, that means the last three times that Alabama's been an underdog, all three of them were to Georgia, okay? And Nick Saban won the last two by an average of 22.5 points. So there you go. Oh, gee. By, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. You just said that last part in passing almost. Yeah. By an average <laughs> yeah. of 22 points as an underdog. I don't care, yeah. Alabama. I'm fading the public in this one. I'm going Georgia. There he is. I'll say this. Hey, I like the barks. I like the barks. I'll tell you this, too. So Alabama and Georgia have played twice in the last two years, okay? Both games ended exactly 41 to 24. Alabama won both. Exactly the same point. I know. And Nick Saban's only been an underdog five times at Alabama, and he's won four of them (laughs) or three of them. I I get it. Slay's going to go with you on this, I think. A-A-B. All I'm Yo. saying is I did it going into the SEC championship game, and I am not one to second-guess this Georgia defense, especially what they – and it was cruise control against Michigan to me. Yo. You know what I'm saying? But this one, I think the defense steps up in this game, but I cannot, I repeat, cannot pick against Saban on this stage. I just can't, man. I can't. I know. Okay. I'm with you. Like, it's, it's so difficult. Game. Especially when they're giving you points to do it, too. There you go. Like, that's the thing, right? I mean, it's so difficult. It's just so difficult. And with Georgia, like, how do you get, like, a full sense of it, right? Because we see them get whooped to the SEC championship game. But then they whoop on Michigan. Like, there's no – you don't really get consistency here. Alabama's the exact same juggernaut that we see week after week. So, I'm with you, man. It's hard. If you're giving me Alabama with three points, Man, it's impossible for me not to take it. When things are too good to be true, <laughs> they probably are. I'm just saying. So you reverse yeah. rat poison, guy. Reverse rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> All right, A.B. See, that's... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So 
sorry. I was I was moving on from rat poison. Um, I was going to the NFL because there's there's what could be a crazy scenario. But before we get to that, let's talk about uh, Jacksonville and Indianapolis first because. This might have been the most surprising stat of the entire year for me because I just, I guess I didn't realize it, that the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. So 2014. First, yeah, so first let's talk about that because if the Colts in fact do lose, then we'll have a crazy scenario coming up. Yes, we will have, the NFL will have a nightmare scenario because if the Colts lose to the Jaguars, which is a noon game, all right, that means that the Raiders and the Chargers would both get in the playoffs, Colts would not, if the Raiders and Chargers tie. And the Raiders and Chargers play on Sunday night football, which is the last game of the regular season. So if the Colts lose, there's a scenario where the Raiders and Chargers look at each other at kickoff and say, let's just kneel and punt, kneel and punt, 0-0 tie, we both get in. The NFL would go insane with that scenario, but I'll give you a better one. If the Colts look like they're losing to the Jaguars, run to your sports book and take the under between the Chargers and the Raiders. Just do it. You will cash that bet for sure. Dude, I would take under one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine the scandal, though, if oh. those teams agreed to tie at zero in the NFL? The NFL would not want that news out there. But it would could be, that happen? It would be could obvious. That I don't, I don't it's I mean, who's going to stop right. it? It's not a penalty. Like, that's the thing is it's not like there's nothing legally you could do, right? Like, it would be horrible, and oh. I guarantee that there would be problems, but there's there's nothing that you could do. But you know what? I mean, you don't – neither team gets anybody injured. Yeah. You're going into the postseason. Like, okay, sure, you're letting, <laughs> you know, one of your, I guess, rivals kind of yeah, but it's get the into of the playoffs too. It's the week but of it's rest. a week of rest. <laughs> And you don't get anybody injured. Like, this yeah. could be crazy, A.B. Okay, so <laughs> let's – realistically, can the Jags really beat the Colts? No. It's not going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, it's crazy that they haven't won there since 2014. But, I mean, no. Like, there's just no way that it can happen. And especially with Jaguars fans – who are now playing their own protest because they don't want the general manager, Trent Balky, to re be retained. So they're all dressing in clown costumes for some reason, which is not a good idea. I'm telling you, it's real. Not a good idea at all. No, the Colts are going to win this game, absolutely. But, yeah, hey, look, Don, I think you and your scepter are the only one that could probably <laughs> fix this scenario. So there we go. Yeah, uh, Indianapolis is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Jonathan Taylor might Jonathan Taylor might have 400 yards rushing. If anybody's a prop better, I'm just gonna put that <laughs> out. Yeah. Titans. Uh, meanwhile, a ten and a half point favorite in Houston. I'm betting uh, with all of your bankroll and mine and Slay's that Derrick Henry gets gets uh, moved up uh, into uh, practice protocol tomorrow. Um, I don't know if he plays on Sunday. They probably haven't decided that until until he gives it a go in practice to see what happens. But what do you think about uh, Houston and Tennessee at 10.5? Is that too much? Uh, no, it's not because you've got, you know, a motivated Tennessee team to win this game, right? I think that there are better ways to go about it, though. I think Tennessee in the first half, probably I think it's around six, five and a half. 
think you've got a better play there. Also, I okay. think the over. Yeah, I think the over 43 is a solid play because I think Tennessee's going to have its foot on the gas pedal the entire game. And you know how these Tennessee-Houston games go. They get kind of funky. Um, so I can see Houston putting up, you know, some points. I think they'll put up more than Miami did, right? So, like, I think the safe play is probably the over. Titans in the first half. But I have no issues with the spread. I know it's big, but Tennessee has everything to play for. So that you know they're coming out firing. Um, A.B., what did you do last night, real quick? You know, um, last time, supposedly, Ben Roethlisberger playing at Pittsburgh. I was trying to get the mayor on my side. I'm telling him, man, like, listen, let's load <laughs> up on this thing, man. I'm telling you, they're going to handle business. No way they let Ben go out there with a loss. What did you, what did you think about last night's game as far as betting went? Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I had jumped on the Steelers plus three. I think we talked about it last week. Like, yep. there's no way that they were losing that game. I also jumped on Ben Roethlisberger over 34 and a half pass attempts because I knew no matter what happened, they're letting him do what he wants out there. <laughs> and I think he had 34 at halftime, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, though, man. Like, it, it was an impossible game to bet against the Steelers. Like, that, they, they, to the Steelers, they win that game, and uh, they absolutely did. Ben Roethlisberger's stat line is unlike anything I've ever seen in football. <laughs> that was crazy. 24 of 46 <laughs> for 123 yards. That's 2.7 yards per attempt. That's 5.1 yards per completion. The fewest <laughs> yards with 45 or more pass attempts in NFL history. That was something. It was, it was insane. First off, they averaged more yards on the ground than they did in the air. I don't think I've ever seen that one. And then number two, it took 45 pass attempts, Brent, to reach your sandwich. Like, that's, like, that's essentially what it was. Like, it was, it, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It might be more of a nine iron, but that's between me and my golf game. <laughs> All right, uh, do you have any odds worked up on uh, us getting one to three inches of snow on Thursday? You ready to dive into that? Oh, I'm ready for it. You know what? This has been the craziest, you know, last two years. So whatever it is, give me the over. Whatever that is, I want four or five inches of snow because whatever can happen will happen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the snow dome has completely been compromised. That's where we are now as a city? It's gone. It's gone. We blasted <laughs> uh, sandwiches into it enough. It's gone. Yeah. Nashville ain't got fun. no roof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. So, oh. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> see, and I can't even see you turning see, it off. You got all the kids excited because the kids will go back for one day tomorrow and then get out Thursday and Friday. Is that where we are with this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, parents are going to be mad at me for that one. I can assure yeah. you that. Yeah, but <laughs> Alan Bell's a, a man for the kids. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Real quick, AB. Absolutely. <laughs> real quick. Um, anything to it being a Monday night playoff game? Was that going to be weird for timing or is somebody losing out for a day of rest? Like, like the different schedule, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good question, right? Because we've got uh, the wild card is going to be two Saturday games, three Sunday games, and a Monday game. The interesting one, I don't think it will affect too much like that wild card. It's after that, right? Right. So when we go to the next round, the divisional round, so pay attention to those teams that are playing on Monday night. And, and understand what I'm saying. If you look this year, teams that play and win on Monday night play better on a shorter week than they mm. do. You would think the opposite. They actually played better. So pay attention to those teams, especially, uh, you know, if it's an AFC team. Yeah. There he is. He's Alan Bell. Check him out on Twitter at alanbell 247 sportsline.com. Thank you, A.B. Hey, appreciate y'all. Thank you.
Appreciate it. The uh, Titans have released several players, including wide receiver Golden Tate. Man. Uh, defensive back Rodney Clemens. Defensive back. Hang on, my screen just updated itself and moved everybody. Yeah, sometimes I got to do it. I don't know. They released. But you know what? You know, you know what? You know what were you gonna say about? I was gonna say that. Linebacker Joe Jones. Hey. Defensive back Chris Jones. Joe Jonas. Jones. Oh, Jones. The two Jones. Jones brothers. Keep it up with the Joneses. Brothers Joneses. Um. They gone. Get them on. Huh. <laughs> Wonder who they might add to the roster. That's, that's why I was. That's, that's why I was going designated for return. I'm, I'm just saying it's happening. Making yeah. room for. As we told you yesterday. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> happy birthday to the king. The yes. king. Just wave your scepter around in the air so he <laughs> he feels the pressure. It's the king. Uh, let's see. Lastly, uh, linebacker Monty Rice moved to the team's reserve COVID list, but remains on injured reserve. Um, his rookie campaign was done after he suffered an unfortunate season-ending injury against the Patriots in November. Also, from SEC Mike, Tennessee, well, actually from him, he released the news himself. Tennessee defensive back Trayvon Flowers tweeted, coming for it all, hashtag Godchild. So, Tennessee defensive back Trayvon Flowers returning as a super senior next season. Flowers had 79 tackles this season, which tied him for sixth most among all SEC defensive backs. Tennessee currently set to have the most super seniors in the SEC in 2022. Also, Oklahoma had a freshman. Defense needs it, man. Yes, they do. Good yeah. Lord. You said it, Bab. I never forget Bab. <laughs> well, they did the bowl game. game. Oh, my gosh. Like, that stuck with me throughout the season. That they played 19 players <laughs> against Kentucky. No, I don't even think it was that, was it? <laughs> um, also, a uh, highly recruited wide receiver from Oklahoma has entered the portal. The whole damn Sooner team is in the portal. Yeah, they're they, they getting weird down in Oklahoma. I, I'm, are they going to roll with Lincoln Riley? Are they, are they nervous about coming to the SEC? Uh, they need players when they come to the SEC. They yeah. don't need to get rid of players. Yeah, there you go. Come. All right, uh, maybe they'll release a statement about this kid later. Money, 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 money. All right, uh, when we come back, weird, Jim White from TennesseeTitans.com <laughs> will join us. That's next. 3HL broadcasting live from Nashville South. Buffalo Wild Wings on Charlotte Pike on 104.5 The Zone. Three HL one zero four five the zone big savagery Ramon Foster coming up at four o'clock. We want to talk about what happened last night with Ben Roethlisberger playing his last game at Heinz Field mm-hmm. and how emotional he was and and all of those things. Ramon played a long time with Big Ben. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of y'all were into your feelings last night. Me not so much. I'm not a Steelers guy. But I'm not a Steelers guy. I'm not a Big Ben guy, but I I'm not gonna lie. I may be like maybe I'm God, I'm soft now. I'm freaking See, soft. How I were you emotional and I wasn't? I don't know because I don't have emotions. And the crazy thing about it is when I read that text, I thought it was coming from Mayor. Then I looked <laughs> and said, Don, I, I honestly thought it was you. Then yeah. I looked like this Don. What is she talking about? <laughs> What's he getting emotional for? Jim, Jim Wyatt joins us at Jay Wyatt Sports on Twitter, TennesseeTitans.com. Jimmy, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great. Hope, hope all you guys are doing well. 
doing well. Uh, Titans mm-hmm. just made some roster moves uh, and, and released one guy. I know you've been getting questions about daily, uh, Golden Tate. <laughs> yeah, hey, behind when's Derrick Henry coming back? I think he was the guy getting asked the most about over the last month of the season. And uh, and uh, he's released along with Rodney Clemens and Skyheem Carter from the practice squad along with Joe Jones uh, and Chris Jones from the active roster. Monty Rice goes on team's injured COVID list, and I know there's another transaction out there people seem to be interested in on when that's going to happen, and we'll see if that transpires at some point tomorrow. Huh. What in the world might you be talking about? I don't know. What what would that be, Jimmy? I just, I don't know. I can't figure it out. (laughs) Does that have anything to do with a guy that has a birthday today? Yeah, well, I, well, I know, uh, I know, Mike Vrabel, uh, you know, certainly said that is something that has been uh, discussed, and I know it's probably had been discussed even past, uh, you know, going back, you know, a week or so, just as you kind of project forward and what you might and might not do, and uh, so, you know, this does seem like the timing to do it, whether or not, you know he plays this weekend or not, just because this is kind of the ramp up period when you try to get, uh, you know, when you would want to try to get him up to speed and able to play. Um, it would, you know, that process could start as soon as this week. So, you know, that would be exciting if that ends up happening. You know, I think you probably would have all kinds of debate on whether it makes sense to play him in this game this weekend or not, let him knock some rust off or give him some extra time to heal. I can see both sides of that. Um, so I'm curious myself. You know, I think a lot of it will hinge on what he would look like in practice when he does return. I think that would kind of help make the decision for you. But, uh, you know, this is, you know, this is the team that for the, for, you know, you know, for, uh, for the most part, is getting all of its players back at the at the right time. I mean, that comes off the it's guys off the COVID list. It's guys getting healthy, and that's that's what you want to see this time of year. Well, Jim Wyatt, our guest, yeah, uh, actually, just a couple of minutes ago, Diana Rossini uh, tweeting out that Derrick Henry is expected to practice tomorrow per her sources and. Uh, that there's a chance he can play against Houston, but realistically, it is a long shot. Uh, Jim, you've worked now uh, for a while with Mike Vrabel and how he kind of handles injured players and, and the organization as a whole handles injured players. What's kind of the process like for a situation like this in when the right time is to bring a, a, a franchise player like that back? Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's a combination of a lot of people talking and that's, you know, the trainers and the doctors, that's the coaching staff and that's Derrick Henry. And, uh, you know, you've got to make sure that he feels right and that he feels like he's ready to go. I mean, there's no circumstance at all where, um, you know, they're putting him out there if he says, hey, I just, I don't feel it right. I need more time. I mean, they're not forcing him back in there. I mean, it, but I, I do think that, you know, I know he's had tests and x-rays done as the weeks have gone by since he had surgery back at the beginning of November. I know he's kind of done his part in the rehab and then kind of in trying to get him back where he feels good physically to return. And now it's just a matter of, um, 
know all of that coming together. But 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 you're right, Don. I mean, Mike Vrabel has handled the, all of these with the player's best interest in mind, and that's injury, that's concussion, that's COVID protocols, and uh, so I mean, if, if Derrick Henry certainly is out there tomorrow, and that starts, uh, that's a great process and I think I think everybody's kind of at the point that that's going to happen the the big question is is does he play and and uh and I think that's going to be up to how the practice week goes and just um you know just what what they think is best for the long term and for this team's 2000 uh you know 2022 now best for what could help this team get to the Super Bowl Tim White with us at Jay White Sports. You can consume his stuff, TennesseeTitans.com. Jimmy, I'm curious about how the team consumed the end of that Cincinnati-Kansas City game. How did they find out that Cincinnati did, in fact, pull that upset and provide the Titans with an opportunity to get that number one seed in the AFC with a win in Houston? You know, it's funny. We were all sitting in the press conference room waiting for Vrabel, and we had the game on in television, and – uh, watching it at about the time Vrabel was supposed to come through the door. I know they were in there celebrating winning the AFC South, and you see all kinds of you know, videos of the celebration that went on. That was before I think they even found out what had happened with uh, with the Chiefs. Uh, Vrabel walks into the press conference room, and the TV was on, and he first thing he said was, you know, turn it off. And <laughs> I don't know whether it was because – uh, but it was because there was a slight sound coming from that television or because he was tired of hearing about all the other scenarios on what would help the Titans, and he wanted this team to keep its concentration on winning uh, their game, and that's what they did. Now, uh, whether or not they had the televisions on in the locker room, I don't know that. I think they found out pretty quickly after the game you know, after that game ended that, that the Chiefs had lost. Uh, but I, I do think the most important thing – for the Titans was just to win, you know, just to win yourself, take care of business, see what else happens. And then to to have the Chiefs lose was kind of the cherry on top of that special Sunday. So we all know what's at stake now. You got to go down to Houston. You got to take care of business, win that game. It's like winning a playoff game, the way I look at it. I mean, only one team gets, you know, from each conference gets a bye. So if you get that bye, you're winning the playoff game without having to play and you're getting guys rested up. It's, I mean, it's huge. And uh, I think this team's going to be ready to play on Sunday. Good stuff, Jimmy. Appreciate it. TennesseeTitans.com at Jay White Sports. Thank you, bud. Okay. Have a good week. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Um, obviously, the Bud Dupree story out there, the Titans saying they're looking further into the matter, which is what Jim would have said. Um, when we come back, Ramon Foster, big savagery from Jay Martin Ramon, will join us. We'll talk about Ben Roethlisberger's last go around in Pittsburgh last night, and we'll get into the, the Bud Dupree discussion with him. All kinds of things. Ramon Foster next as we broadcast live from Buffalo Wild Wings, Nashville West, Charlotte Pike. That's where we are until 6 o'clock on 104.5 The Zone.